Hey, welcome to the second episode of Controlled Chaos. Um, this is a, our second episode that we uh, recorded a month ago, but after recording it, we decided to, you know, remove some information that maybe should have been left private. Um, our family company that uh, I'm not even affiliated with uh, currently, and uh, some relatives that don't even know we're doing this podcast, we just want to keep some of that information private. Um, Again, it really wasn't that bad, but um, but again, just just out of uh, um, just to respect their privacy, we just uh, removed that information. Uh, and also, uh, we didn't have an email address or a Patreon at the time. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, you could reach us at con- controlledchaos at email dot com. Or um, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash controlled chaos bros. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, oh, one more note. It did end abruptly. We had uh, technical issues. Um, I'll add a kind of commentary at the end just so it doesn't end abruptly. But um, just another note. Um, enjoy the show. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to episode two of uh, still yet to be named uh, podcast. Do you have any uh, suggestions for names, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, that are appropriate? Utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Yeah, I, uh, I can't think of any that aren't inappropriate. That's my issue. Yeah, yeah. No, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me. Well, the one I was thinking about since, like, for me, it's like dad themed. It'd be like party scheduled in heaven or something like that yeah so yeah i, mean, I don't know if it like at this point i feel like i've heard it too much and it's like oh yeah. i roll great can't wait to hear that more <laughs> <laughs> well the funny part was always dad would say that and they were like yeah but you're gonna be the last attendee you know attendee like he, he has a party scheduled but he's going to spend so much time in purgatory. That oh, it's like, okay. The party's like winding down. Dan finally like shows yeah, up. It must have been a joke I never was involved in because I don't remember it. You remember that joke? No. Yeah. yeah. But, but but now that like he passed away, it's kind of an endearing like. Yeah. Oh, why do you see the wisdom of it? Right, like like everything I'm doing is oriented towards like Did- your eternal self salvation and like once we get there like you know it's like you're like oh okay but at, at the time it's like oh there we go again yeah. you know um did you see the picture where he's like standing by the door and the door is just like super black inside no i don't know it's like super symbolistic i feel like i don't know, I don't know if he did that on purpose but it's pretty cool well there's a lot of those pictures that like you can that was not intent, it. yeah. But it's like you almost like okay, there's like a god thing. You know, have you ever seen those pictures where like it's like the seven year old whatever and the six year old girl and they were like at Disneyland together. They you know they didn't know each other the family and then there's a picture of them like in a crowd but they were standing next to each other and like, it's like twenty years later they get married you know yeah. and then somebody's looking through a scrapbook it's like what I was there too oh look there's a picture of us together like you know that's where you're like okay God had some plan there you know. I mean, and it's happened more than maybe. once. So, so since our last podcast, did you have any, like, you were saying there's like so much follow-up you, 
Yeah, but if you put me on the spot, I'm like, uh, let's re-listen the op- this podcast while we're on this podcast, and let's just talk about that podcast, and then we just go, so we do go like, into a cascade effect of doing that. So we do like a mystery side suit where we like we listen to our podcast and we comment our own podcast. Pretty much. Probably we probably make fun of ourselves. It would oh, be I, like, oh, I would insult myself. Like, <laughs> stutter much? Loser? <laughs> oh, man. Well, like... Like, I, I had kind of like an allergy thing, so I'm like nasally. And now it's like, I'm even worse now. Analogy so, or allergy? Allergy thing. Oh, God. And now it's even worse, so like I sound even more nasally. So I was, oh, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that. Too. I was like, oh, man. Um, but uh, so I was thinking about, should I do this podcast with like the voice that they use for like, uh, you know, kidnappers where they like digitize the voice, you know? Um, voice modulators? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. So let's just do that. <laughs> Then we all seem real genuine. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've given like you know genuine advice that Dad gave, and I pass it on. And but all, all people, voice. but all people here is like, is oh. he giving like a ransom <laughs> <laughs> demands? I gotta make sure everyone in my family is still here, not gone. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah, so you can always, you always kind of like nitpick and stuff, but uh, but I think the point yeah. we were discussing this before. The point was like. We don't want to harp too much on like, oh, I should have said this. Because then you start like, oh, I got to say this. And then it doesn't sound genuine. Not really say something. Just be like, oh, we should have gotten more into that and not just distracted. <laughs> they will, oh, what that? Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but we should have a segment called like, shut the heck up and let me finish my thought. Like, Are we doing segments? No, I mean, I'm saying if we have a segment, we should have oh. like, at the beginning of the yeah, next episode, we should fine. have like... You get two minutes where the other person's gagged. Gagged. Yeah, we can do that. You know. Then it, I, I just don't get too distracted on making fun of me while I'm gagged. Yeah, that that's that's a fair point. But what, uh, is it a literal gag? Like you gonna fucking tie that around my face or? No, no, just like oh, okay. you have to like bite your lip and just yeah. like oh, I want to say something. Yeah, I would insult him so bad. Well, the the one thing I wanted to get into is like. Um, I was thinking about, like, I was kind of making fun of small towns, saying they were prejudiced, you know. Yeah. But, but I think, like, my understanding of, like, because uh, I'm a theology major, right? So when I'm, like... I didn't know that. Yeah, you, you know well, that. I knew where you went. I just didn't know if it was... Yeah, I, I was left computers to get a theology major. Then I went right back to computers. <laughs> well, you want to be a priest or something? Or no, a nun? teach. I want to teach. Yeah. You know, so, like... I I mean, like go back to Beckman, you know, or some school and and teach, uh, you know, theology. Then I was like, oh wait, I have a family too, and uh, they. <coughs> oh my gosh! You like that? <sighs> oh god, that was starting to hurt. I'll I'll just bleep that. They'd be like, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that must randomly be bad. says a bad word. You like that? <laughs> um, so like Kirk Cousins. Oh my god. Uh, I I don't even get that joke. Kirk Cousins. No, what what about? Oh my god! It, like there was one game where they won. I think they were having a bad season. They finally won, and he like walks back to me. He's like, "You like that? You like that?" And, and they're like it, one in. It turned into a joke for two one years. In, one in fourteen at yeah, the time. Yeah, who knows? There was one time when he tried to spike the ball, but he actually. Yeah, and he actually knelt, and then they like lost the game or something. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, there's a. <sighs> Oh, man, this is r- real big tangent. But uh, there's a ESPN commentator. He called it. He called it sh- short of the sticks, cousins. What? 
Oh, because he never. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like third and eight. He throws a five yard pass, and the guy gets tackled, <laughs> and then like that's what he's just known like, for. Wow. It's like, oh, okay, you, you you got five yards, but now it's you got a punt. You know, like that's kind of one of the things he's known for. Anyway, so back to my point was, uh, so when you're like, oh, you know, small towns prejudice. It's like oh, no. Back to my see, I, I need the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're fine. Well, I was like, oh, let's go. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins for another twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, whatever. Do you? No, but uh, so it's like you're like, oh, you know, there's that 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 stereotype that like, yeah. oh, small towns are prejudiced. It's like, no, everybody's prejudiced. You know, it's like we all kind of have that. It's called you know theology. It's like old man, new man, right? There's that that uh, instinct to like be scared of something that's different or, you know, look for something that where you could uh, prop yourself up on top of somebody else for, you know, some arbitrary reason, you know, Um, you know, like uh, if you vote for, let's say even like, oh, I voted for, oh, you voted for Trump, like, uh, you know, I'm better than, you know, it's like, that's just obviously racist. We just make these arbitrary reasons. Uh, I mean, that's in our fallen nature to, to be suspicious of somebody different or um, um, to look for uh, reasons to I guess, prop ourselves up on uh, on the at the cost of somebody else right mm-hmm. and so um, uh, when I uh, so when I say like oh like dad dealt with this this stuff it's like yeah but you know you do with that you deal with that anywhere like if you uh, if you were like white and you moved into a like minority neighborhood, you'd probably, be, you know, people would be suspicious of you too. Like that's just our human nature, right? And the whole point of, of you know, Christianity or some relationship with God is that there's the, you know, the old man, which is that, that fallen nature, and then the new man where you're trying to fight against that, right? Yeah. So usually when people transcend, um, you know, that, that instinct, that instinct to like be suspicious or instinct to do bad, you know, it's just every. Everybody kind of jokes about that. It's like your your friend, uh, you know, gets a, a a raise, and you're just like, oh man, like it has nothing to do with you, but you kind of feel bad. Oh, right? you just had the jealousy tendency. Yeah, je- jealousy tendency. Yeah. No, well, the, the, I have to use my. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm just picking everybody. I'll use myself as an example. And I just this happened 20 years ago, and I'm still thinking about this. I had this uh, oh, friend, and we both kind of like the same girl, right? And she was not. There's no way like we were going to get together, but she started going off with my friend, Sean. What? You're married with ten kids. This is a twenty-year-old. Get, year old get story. over her. It's a twenty-year-old story. Um, anyway, so like they were dating. It's like, oh man, you know, like I lost this competition, you know. Yeah. And then I was happy that they broke up. Like yeah. I still like him. Like he's the greatest guy ever. I like her. There's, there's no reason I should have been happy. Well, but but there's that, that like. They're like, well, at least he didn't get her. You know, it's like that 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 stupid voice that's in your your head, just like it's almost like a like a like the 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 devil in your shoulder kind of thing, right? Yeah. And so usually, and this was after you, like she wasn't an option anymore. Or no, no, like to... never an option for me. Like she wasn't an option. She just okay. no for for, for her perspective. You know, it's like I wasn't what she was looking for, right? So it's never going to work so out. It's like I didn't get her. Neither at least he. he did. You know, it's like yeah. But if he was a good guy, it, I think no. He's a he's an awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I have that too. It's like then she's gonna just gonna find some douchebag, and then it's like, am I happy there? No, it's like if if I was a good person, I would have been like, like, like pure good. I'm saying I would have been like, this is awesome. You know, they would make they would have an amazing family, have great yeah. kids, 
and I and they both found amazing people. Like that's beside the point. I was like a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I was a saint. No, exactly. You know, if if you didn't have that that like whatever in you, right? So I view it like from a theological perspective. I don't want to pick on like uh, you know like oh my dad lived in this bigoted town. It's like no, everybody's like that. Like. Like, I was talking to somebody about this, and I was like, if you went on a desert island, there were 10 people, right? And seven of them could fish and, like, climb trees and, like, get coconuts. They would look down on the three guys that couldn't. You know, we would just make up reasons Literally to, like... Literally and metaphorically, because they're in a tree. That, I, I, mm, mm. <laughs> that's why you're here for comic Thinking relief. outside the box. <laughs> So do you think they would look down on them while they're in the tree? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Well, I didn't know if you were saying it as a metaphor or if you are saying literally they would be looking down. And no, no, I'm saying would they be in the tree mocking the people no, down there, like, like hey, yelling down? Uh, or is it just like a thought? Uh, like, well, they can't do this. Well, they're looking down on the people down there and they're like, hey, we're going to teach you how to do this eventually. And, you know, they're being supportive because that's, you know. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Bullshit. No, but even in that analogy, like the three of this, like, fictitious island like they had probably have other stuff to offer right yeah but the point is that the seven made up something right the one thing that they could do like the other three like is emotional support or maybe they could build huts or you know whoever else but yeah but they highlight some skill that they have and they hoard like lord it over the other three right that's just human it's a fallen nature right but i think we're so like like the society is so post you know, Christian, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's so little, like, like vibrant Christianity. Like, there, had, you know, in the past hundreds, two hundred years ago, maybe it was more. Uh, like, we just assume the fallen nature is our nature, right? You, like you were saying, uh, uh, like that girl that like went on thirty dates, and every guy hit on her, right? Every yeah. guy's acting like a scumbag. Yeah. So it's easy to say, like, oh, everybody not hit on her, just like they would try making moves, and it's like, I mean, no one would be like, hey. Maybe let's do this second date. It was like, no. So you could get the idea that, yeah. like, oh, all men are scumbags, right? Pretty much. But it's it's just so prevalent. It looks like, but there are people that can transcend that. People but that it's say, just like when I like went on the this single dating app that wasn't Tinder. That was Tinder. Um, every story. For some reason, people would always just tell me their stories. It was just like. I would ask about food and somehow we're figuring out their childhood. And it was like, what? How did I get here? And everyone was, <laughs> and everyone had these just miserable stories. And like, I haven't met a nice guy. It's like, okay. And the next person, I haven't met a nice guy. And the next person, you know, while I'm ghosting them. It's like, I haven't met a nice guy. It's like, ghosted. <laughs> no, but it was like, okay, I, I should qualify this. Like when you say ghosted, it sounds like you're a scumbag. Yeah, well, that, that was, no, no, it, but that's the joke, is because it's like they haven't met a nice guy and then I ghost them. Oh, oh, you, oh, you're joking. Dumbass. Anyway, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was saying that you're like, uh, you, we've discussed how you're like, I don't want somebody to like, oh, you're semi decent, therefore I'm going to get. Yeah. Oh, you're the first person to actually listen to what I said. Oh my god, we're soulmates. It's like, no, you can like me for me, you know, the other qualities. If there are any, it's <laughs> yeah. it's so like if you yeah because talking to these people, it's not because you're like there was oh one... you you have baggage. It's because you're like oh, I just oh, want yeah. somebody to appreciate me. But not... the the issue is I always find the baggage. It's like I seem to be lured towards people that have had you know 
a lot of scummy boyfriends and it's like well here well, we I go mean, again well first problem of course you're on tinder like so that's yeah no even without tinder oh gotcha there's okay. i've met people through everything um no but there's oh my gosh well there was one person who was like they said i've had two boyfriends and they were both gross i don't know why i dated them and they're like you're probably the best guy i've talked to so far and i'm like Compo- opposed to what? <laughs> like, the standards are so low at that point. Like, yeah, I am I supposed to be proud of that? <laughs> I know. You're an apple compared to two rotten apples. Awesome. Yeah. It's just, I, don't... I mean, it's mildly used... rotten apple compared to two rotten apples. Come on. Or like you're like an oak, like not rotten, but you have like a worm sticking out oh, of yeah, it. Just, yeah, just a little worm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I've yeah. heard, oh, you're such a good guy. It's like, eh. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean... Tell, tell me something else. <laughs> tell me something I don't know. Other than uh, you're a nice guy. I don't, those are always like, ooh, ah, all right. <laughs> this is over. No, I'm saying, like, you know the people they're talking about. Like, the type of people they're talking about. Sort of like, oh, you're good. It's like, uh, I see who you're comparing me to. It's like, uh-huh. uh, you know, like, you're a great worker. Yeah, you mean... The three other guys that like left their job after like yeah. a day and like you know you worked there two days. You're an amazing worker. No, okay. I I worked at a warehouse once, right? Same. Uh, over the over the summer, and by the end of the thing, the guys like, do you want to be the foreman here? I'm leaving. I was foreman? Like, yeah, like run the the crew. Yeah, that's a terrible job. Yeah, yeah, but my point For is a child. <laughs> well, I was, you know, like twenty, right? Yeah. It's like. It's like you'd think like, oh wow, like he thinks so highly of you that he wants you to lead this. It's like, yeah, but I've worked with the people that like, oh, are they gonna show up tomorrow? Like cross my fingers, like that's everybody else there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's it's an honor, but it's like, yeah, the bar is that I showed up. Like not that I'm like this amazing worker. Mm. So any stories from those people that just kinda walked out? I any story no. I mean I uh, this is not really anything in the podcast. I just remember like the quotas that they've set were like physically impossible. Like I got this every, every time you go up, it'd be a different crew, right? Like just, and so this, this one crew I got was like, everybody was like, let's just work our like butts off. Right. Yeah. We're like, let's hit that quota. So we worked like as hard as we could, like streamlined everything. And we got like 10 short of the quota. That yeah. was like, okay, that quota isn't real. So, the people are so unmotivated there that the, what I realized is that they set the quota like, oh, you need to do 50 pallets. Well, what they really want is 25, right? Yeah. And so they think if they ramp up the, the demands that somehow that'll get these unmotivated people to like hit their real quota, which is like half what they state. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we had a lot of those incentives where they would, once a week at our fulfillment center is they would congratulate the best uh, of the weekly employees and then there's like I wasn't bad I was like why have I not won this yet but it was like it was more of like who goes above and beyond like who's coming in after hours I'm like oh that's why that's why would I do that (laughs) no but yeah so we came in with like 70 employees for seasonal and we walked out with I think only 10 hired maybe less so yeah imagine that I, I can see what you mean there was a, so the first check I ever had, it was like a $2,000 check. These seasonal at a fulfillment center, do it. It's worth it. But it's like, 
there was like a glitch in the system. I didn't get my paycheck yet. And there was a couple other people who were dealing with that. And one of the people made it a bigger deal. And they like talked to HR. They screamed at HR. Then they called like the, the accounts payable. They yelled at them. And then they're like, if you yell at one more person, I dare it happen, or I dare you. And then they just like yelled at the manager. They got fired. I don't think they got their paycheck. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then she like held a lawsuit against them, and then they rehired her just so they she couldn't like have tangible, you know, evidence of. I, I think it was like she's blaming discrimination or something. It's like no, I'm pretty sure you just yelled at everyone. I don't know if it's discrimination. And then she got hired back, and then she quit like a week later. No, that's a funny thing. It's it was like, just a whole ordeal. It was like, <laughs> like you can get people to to kind of like do what you want by force sometimes, but the problem is you never escape yourself, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you got all you what you wanted, uh, but you're still like, <laughs> yeah. like okay. unable to like hold a nine to five job, yeah. you know? Because the complaining is going to happen again eventually. Oh yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I like choose the only person I was like actually talked to at like as a friend there for the first week and she's just angry about everything. So she was just an angry person. Yeah. But I mean, in a chill way, you know? Angry yeah. in a chill way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure how that, that works. but yeah. She wanted to uh, work for Tyler Perry. That was her dream. Now we, we had, at our the family biz, we had um, yeah. a lot of people that like, like what, one thing was uh, the type of person that would walk in and like pit people against each other yeah. and then try to find the vacuum that they could sit like comfortably while everybody fought around them, right? So, uh, so she got hired, and then Shay went on his honeymoon, so he's the only person that could fire her. And by the time he came back, they were like, before you do anything, fire this lady. You know, like, she had caused so much trouble. Because she would be like, she'd go to like... Was she aware that the only person that could fire her was out of town? Uh, I don't know. So she just coincidentally was terrible when Shay was... It was just so much drama, like, manufactured drama. Like, there'd be situations where, like, oh, it's fine. And she's like, no, it's not fine. I need to go talk to the whatever department, right? Well, she hit the wrong company for this because the whatever department, it's all, like, head by our, our siblings. So we all just sit down and, just, and, like, get to the bottom of what happened. Yeah. We're in another, in another business. You'd have all these, like, they don't know each other or there's already animosity or whatever. So you, so you could kind of, like, tap into the, the dysfunction that's already there and you kind of, like, you're a leech on all that, right? Yeah. So you kind of get everybody to fight and then you just sit like back at, as you'd watch it all unfold. Right? Yeah. That, was, that was kind of her personality. She was a great interview, right? But then like when she got into uh, to do the job, it was like, uh, that wasn't great. Was she kind of an instigator? Oh, no, totally. She would oh. take a real situation. Like she purposely wanted to create conflict. You're saying like it wasn't just how she was doing it. She just... She, she would take a, a legitimate yeah. situation that was probably like a one on a scale, right? and make it a, like, nine, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't remember the exact details, but I remember, like, she was in accounting, and she said, i got to talk to the IT department about this. And the head of uh, accounting's like, no, it's no big deal. Don't talk to them. Like, <sighs> and then she marched over there. <laughs> uh, I, I think the writing was on the wall at that point. But uh, So she went over there, and it caused a huge thing there. And then so we just all sat down and, just, and got to the bottom of what was happening. Yeah. Like... But I could see how, like, somebody like that in, like, another business, um, you know, when, where people don't know each other or it's a giant corporation, how you could kind of, those kind of people that would kind of, um, you know, 
find a home and creating all this chaos and kind of being and stepping out, letting everybody else kind of find it out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, I just went over to to the head of accounting who I was friends with and was like, oh, this happened. Oh, that. Okay, why is she doing this? You know, it's like, okay, she's done. Yeah. But um, but those kind of people, you just could see how they could see succeed in like companies that run by a family. Yeah. Or companies where everybody is isn't on the same or uh, isn't on the same page, right? I don't know. It's you've seen all types. I mean, we probably we've seen the angry employee too, like your your friend. Well, yeah, some people, oh, besties. Yeah, I mean, some people are just naturally angry. It's like why? Yeah. I don't know. Because what's there not to smile about? You know, life is amazing. Everything about it. Yeah. Everything. I don't know. That, well, I think that's why people may be drawn to. Like, like our family and stuff is because we try. I mean, try to, yeah. to find like positive things. Try to put a good. Spin we don't go things. into a new job and like, oh, God, this place sucks. It's like it's the first day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I said uh, my first job. I, this job stinks, and then they had to basically reduce my hours until I was like, like one hour a week. It's like okay, get the hit. Yeah. Then I went over to uh, Pizza and like. I was like a model employee there, and I like I I did even after I graduated, I was like ah, I want to go back and do one shift at 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 uh, pizza, uh, even when I was still working at the our bit family business. Um, eventually, they're like okay, <laughs> like like pick you're right, mm-hmm. and then even like uh, you know I, issues working fa- for family too, but you, you just you know vent about it like once every six months, but you, yeah, I worked there eighteen years. So, yeah. I mean, the grass is always greener. Like, it was, oh, this really stinks. It's like, yeah, go to the next job. It's going to stink, too. Like, there's going to be things that are going to bother you or things that are going to be great. That's why you got to find something you like in life. Yeah. Somewhat. Well, like, what you're passionate about. Like, for, for me, it's like, what, with all the drama that we've had, we had at the business sometimes, like, it's like, I love to interact with customers. So, it's like, it, sure, sometimes it was difficult dealing with X or Y, but, like, you could always go out and like, oh, how's the family? Or, you know, have whatever discussions with, like, uh, I'd go, uh, uh, you know, for a simple fix sometimes with these owners and then we'd just be BSing for like half an hour, you know. But, I mean, that that was really what they were, they, were, they really wanted a relationship, you know. I think that's what separated us. They felt like, like I was saying in the previous podcast, they felt like they were part of the family. So Like they wanted to be more than just friends? <laughs> okay, let me put it a different. Oh, okay, yeah. you said they wanted a relationship. Usually, no, no. What it what it means <laughs> is, uh, like, let's just say uh, something horrible happens at like it wise, then they can rely on you. Yeah, yeah. Because I I, I would joke like uh, with some of our customers, we c- we're concerned or more aware or whatever. Uh, more, I guess, more concerned with their it than they were, right? So we'd be like, we need a meeting to discuss. And they're like, ah, we're good. We're like, what? Yeah. Like, um, or like, uh, oh, can we do this? Should we do it after hours? Just in case. No, no, we'll do it right now. It's fine. Ah, that may yeah. be. You know, it's like we're expressing more concern about potential risks than they even care about. Hmm. But it's because, like, we took that seriously. That, you know, that, that uh, they were, like, part of the How long did you enjoy that dynamic before you started, like, just kind of not caring for the job anymore? Well... 
um, like we just got out of what I did. It wasn't that like oh, so oh, once you burned. transition, you slowly started because like, uh, well, was another amazing thing about the, the family business is how many times it reinvented itself. You know, it was computer rentals, and then so you'd buy a computer for three thousand dollars, you could rent yeah. it for three dollars a week, and then all of a sudden computers are. 500 bucks, like, how do you rent those, right? Yeah, I, I had friends that always asked me what they did, and I'm like, uh, rent, or make computers, or internet? No, was, first I, rent. Literally, I don't even know. And then it was like, oh, no, like, that's not going to work anymore. Let's sell them. And then you have the Dells and the Gateways, and then I mean, all of a sudden the margins disappeared. It's like, okay, let's try something else. Let's, let's fix, right? And then that became, like, computers were disposable, so you'd have a broken computer, you just, like, buy a new one. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's, you know, there's always a reinvention, a reinvention. That's, like, that's the reason why, like, Yonkers, JCPenney's, all those companies are, like, going under or have gone under is because they don't know how to adapt with time. So, like, one thing that makes a good company is the, the fact that you can, like, adjust due to where you are. So that just shows how good, like, the idea of the company was. But you have to be, like, nimble enough. Well, not yet, not change yourself completely, like... No, well, th- well, that was the other thing we had to kind of figure out is uh, the joke was like... How much could you change? No, we tried to do everything. Yeah. And so you just like, what are we, right? <laughs> and so like the joke was like uh, with some of the uncles, you could put a like a dollar bill on a fishing line and like they, you could, you know, lead them to, to whatever. It's like, yeah, hey, you want to fix my, re-roof my house? Sure, no problem. Like as long yeah. as there's a profit there. Re-roof my house. Like, yeah, we were j- joking. Oh, be my lead actress. There's money. <laughs> uh, no, like, we fixed a refrigerator once. Yeah. We're, we're not, a, but it's like, oh, I think, you know, whatever employee we have at the time that fixed uh, yeah. our electronics, I think he could do that. It's like, no, you have to know what you are, right? Not get too far off the beaten path. Um, and then find the, the, in business, you got to find the largest margins but you, too. But, those small things can really show your uh, flexibility. So sometimes it's fine. As long as you don't just turn into a, like a refrigerator repairing company, as long as like you're at the house and they're like, Oh, can you also repair a refrigerator? It's like, sure. But, but with, within, within limits, right? Like for Obviously. example, we had, they'll be um, like, Hey, could you babysit my kids? <laughs> babysit my kids? <laughs> We're going out for the week. So, uh, I think back in the day, he would have done that. <laughs> really? That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it was a different time. Like, it's like, we're a, we well, made well, a... Well, he would do it, but I don't know if they would do it. Hey, random man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're leaving for a week. Uh, no, but at the time, I mean, to be fair, I, I mean, that's the other thing about, uh, like, um, the startups versus, like, what an established company now is like sometimes it's harder to get to that first million than it is to get to let's say 20 million right yeah like um like somebody was talking about like the transition from like early management to like you know our brother that's running it now it's like oh yeah he got it to whatever and then he just rode the rocket ship up to like you know whatever it's like okay no like it's hard to get from like one to let's say 20 or whatever but it's also really hard to get from zero to one, right? And it's a different skill set, and it takes um, a different type of person. Like, I don't know if our brother could do what could, uh, Dad did, but I don't think Dad uh, could do what he, you know, our brother did. So, like, probably, like, frequent change in management is really smart just for, like, adaptability in a sense. So could one person run that company for 40 years and, I don't think so. and show progress the whole time? 
it, it'd be like the Bill Belichick of like managers, right? I mean, he's still decent, so. Yeah, yeah no, but, but the point is he, uh, oh, I'm a running team. Oh, I have double tight ends. Oh, I, you know, it's like he always changes with the times, right? With rule changes and oh, with personnel okay. changes, right? Um, you have to be that. I thought you were saying like Bill Belichick as the example of not adapting. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Being, yeah, you yeah. said, could you survive 40 years? Yeah. Yes. If, if you have adaptability to, because, uh, oh, for, for example, like, um, like uh, the accounting, it's like, when you're a multi-million dollar company, like people are staring at that with like a fine, they're searching through it with a fine tip comb for anything, you know, anything that's off, right? Yeah. When you're a small company, it's like, ah, QuickBooks, uh, you know, it's like, ah, just throw it in there. Oh, I forgot. You know, it's like, no, it's, it's a little bit more loosey-goosey, right? When you're a small company, it's, you have to be that meticulous, right? Yeah. And I don't think dad was that meticulous. Like, that's one reason I think they had to transition to like the next generation on the accounting. It's just like, they had to just like be on top of everything, be compliant and like just have everything above, you know, um, just. I, I would say the attribute that could make him like function for 40 years was he just wasn't narrow sighted. Like that's probably the, the biggest quality that like you don't need for a manager. Like when you're narrow sighted, that's when I don't feel like you can last. I guess define that. I don't know what you mean. Like you have one, one idea and that's it. Like you just do one thing in a sense. Or it's like, let's get to this goal, and then that's my, that's, you know, that's it. No, it's like, get to a goal, all right, done, what's the next goal? I don't know if that's narrow-sighted, it's something. Yeah, because I, I think that actually, in a certain way, describes, like, what Dad did. So that's, yeah, so then... But then he, he couldn't do some of the individual tasks. He was really good at, like, finding people that could, you know, like... He was a good judge of character. Oh. Really? I think so, and and a lot of people that were like key key members of uh, of the staff were like castoffs from other companies, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know they had. Uh, so he really tapped into the free agency. You're saying? Yeah, like the the you know oh that guy had a t- torn ACL like uh, he's washed right yeah you know, like using that analogy he's 42 yeah he can't throw and. And then, so he found, like, people that had, like, you know, like, you know, drinking problems in the past. Or, like, one of his favorite people was, I don't know if you ever do this, your dad's a big Republican. Well, uh, his favorite guy that worked there was this uh, big Democrat activist who got uh, thrown in jail for embezzling. Really? Yeah. From a different company? No, no. He wasn't embezzling for... No, he was embezz- for the Democrat Party or whatever, of Iowa. Oh, okay. So, so we got it, you know, he's... He hired him? <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. No, no, he got out. He's, like, rehabilitated. Like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, right? Yeah. But anybody else is like, uh, that's, a, that's a lot of, like, baggage. I don't know if I'm going to hire you, you know, put you in... Yeah. And, and Dad, like, saw something in him, and he worked for, for, for us for many, many years. And... I mean, to the end, he looked back fondly on him. Like, just great employee, just, you know, just really driven and like... What happened to him? He found another job. Oh, okay. I think think it rehabilitated his, you know, career too because he worked for us for many years. And so uh, a competitor, you know, saw him and said, oh, like, wow, we got to snatch him up. And they just paid him money that we couldn't afford. Oh, okay. So it wasn't about the relationship for him at the end of the day. He was like, oh, money? All right, see ya. It was a lot of money. Dang. Oh, it was like un- unrealistic. 
Like yeah, to like, a point where you're like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, he came to like uh, one of our siblings' weddings. Like he was like a family friend. Really? I think we went on like a boat trip with him too. Do we have a picture of this guy? Because there's a small chance I recognize him. Yeah, small well, chance. I'll, you could, I'll, I'll get you his name later, and you, and you could uh, ask him about him. But you no, know, my, my, there's so many people like that yeah. that other companies, other people like cast off. And dad just saw something in him. And so many times he was right. Like he members even now, right? Um, so these weren't people that dad picked, but it was like the same, the legacy, right? The key members uh, were like, oh, he made pizza or he like delivered packages at FedEx. Like people that you would have like, weren't known quantities, right? <laughs> you know, and, and then management <laughs> saw some of these people. Now they're like, you know, key members of of, uh, of the company. What are you smiling about? I was, I was going to make a joke about it if you'd like it. No, there. no. No? No. If Come you, on. If you're on the fence, then don't. Well, it's not like terrible. I was going to be like, no. Yeah. No. Ah, <laughs> bastard. But uh, I'll make it next time. I'll naturally force it in next time. Well, there was uh, <laughs> uh, like a layoff at like one of the cell phone, uh, yeah. like, you know, call centers. And we ended up with like four or five people for that company. And, uh, and, but they were all like, just all like awesome. Did like, they get laid off because of just like they're cutting the pay or like because they're bad at that? Well, like company. a lot of it was like outsourcing it to, you know, they don't value like, you know, it's like, oh, we could save, you know, 20% by like outsourcing it, right? Yeah. But then they don't value the experience, the, the diminished experience that the, the, the customers will have, right? Yeah. Uh, and one of the, the key members of my department, uh, he was laid off and replaced by two people. They couldn't even do the job. And then his wife still worked there, so he still got health care there. So they didn't even save any money, right? It, wow. was, it was like a net loss. But They didn't all, realize that, like, and then get, bring it back? Or? No. Wow. Because these big companies, just, they, they don't see, like, individual props. It's just this blob. And so you can't really see, like, oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. So he gets health care from that company just because his wife was getting it? Yeah, because like, that's where healthcare works. Your spouse gets healthcare too. Really? That's or your kids too. That's pretty cool. So, it's, so my point is like, oh, we're going to cut all these costs. Well, they cut no costs and hurt the customer experience and hurt their uh, their business. You know, overall, whatever. I, I don't remember exactly what he did. Yeah. But but he worked for us for ten plus years and was just a key key member of of uh, the company. And it was just it was just like idea where everybody had the potential of being awesome like there wasn't like oh you went to this school or oh you had you know these these, these people like yeah. every person he just saw potential in everybody and yeah. so people could sink or swim on their own merits you know yeah but you don't want to be like super lenient with that like logic and be like you know well, let's hire anybody no they don't they don't convicted killer i mean i see potential <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know what everybody does it's like use the other extreme oh <laughs> uh, yeah I mean you gotta think about all of it <laughs> because killer <Yeah. laughs> something about the way he carries himself he's got a good smile yeah except for that like rap sheet of his you know like he's, he'll do great yeah <laughs> it was 10 years ago hmm. oh man Okay, 
I guess I went on tangent. What, what are your additional thoughts? About that or anything? Just anything. Just oh, anything. Um, change the subject. Uh, Matthew Stafford deserves to be cut from every single waiver wire. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell Mary what you said yet. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. I should have easily beat her. I should have mopped the floor with your wife, and I lose because Matthew Stafford doesn't You know the know. worst part? The worst part is I could have done better. The worst part is you're like, yeah, of course I won. Oh, that, that's the worst part. It's like, yeah, because I'm good. It's like you got 103 points, and my quarterback had performance anxiety. Yeah, so that was annoying. Cooper Cup, though, you know, 18 points because he's carrying Matthew Stafford's stats, and, you know, he's a legend. So and I, can't, I can't believe he tried to take it from me. No, but, uh, I mean, I already told you about this, but the year that uh, was the Catherine's fantasy team. Oh, the, like, the Patriot team? Yeah, it's like oh, her defense is putting up 30 points every week. Yeah. And we're like, I know you won, but by, by any standard of fantasy, in the entire history of fantasy, what's happening shouldn't be happening. It doesn't matter, I won. It's yeah. like, oh, argue with me. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you feel like you're talking to a brick wall. I got a friend who's like that, where it's like, when we talk, like, he, his team is good, but I still think my team has more potential. And then, like, like my wide receiver room is better, my quarterback is better. I'm telling them, so like, it's all about the record. I'm like, no, 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 no. Look, listen to me. Listen to me. My, my kicker is better. My defense is better. No, no, it's all about the record. It's like, listen to me. Like, look me in the eyes. It's like, I'm trying to have a conversation with him. And he's like, oh, your team's over it. And, okay. then he, and then he brings my, my fair NFL team into it. It's like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> Duh, you see their record? It's like, that's not the conversation. Okay, well, have you done that before, though? Like, look at the scoreboard. When I'm winning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like, I, if but it, the issue is, if it was vice versa, then he he would still wouldn't have a rational conversation. You know, when you're at the top, yeah, you could be an asshole, whatever. Yeah. Why not? No, I I played a guy, uh, um, like I, I'm like the thorn in his side. You know, like he was really competitive, but it seemed like every sport he got involved in, somehow I got involved, and then I'd somehow lead to him losing. Right? You would lead to him losing. Like we play basketball, right? Yeah. And, Oh, yeah. It was an intramural, right? Their team was probably better. Like, we were just, like, a bunch of, like, orphans. Basically. But you get in his head. No, it wasn't even that. It was just happened to be... You get in his bed. Oh, man. I don't have him bleep. <laughs> um, so it just happened to be, like, I'm decent, right? Yeah. I'm like, I wasn't, like, we had a different guy that was just, like, the stud on our team. Like, we, like, literally have to, they'd have to triple So cover. you're just always with a person that's better than him, and you're always coincidentally against him. No, no, okay, this particular time. Oh, there's two times, and to this day, he's still one of them. Frisbee is, he got me on the Frisbee. Oh, okay. So, uh, so on the basketball, it was like we were up by one with 20 seconds left, and we make eye contact, and, <laughs> and he looks at me and steps back, like, I dare you. Yeah. To, to shoot three, right? So I shot it over his head and made it. Yeah. But when it went in, it kind of like banked, hit the like the side of the rim that kind of banked in. So it was a little bit lucky. So right? it wasn't like swish? No, definitely not. No, right. Okay. And so the only thing he had to hang his, hang his uh, hat on was like, well, it banked in. Like, yeah. like It was like, good, but it wasn't good enough. Like, look at the scoreboard. Look at yeah. the scoreboard. Yeah. You know. But like deep down, I know he's right. Oh. But then, uh, and so... Okay, so this happened a bunch of times. Like, so we played uh, Risk. 
right? Him and his buddy are like undefeated risk. Like I don't know how they did the it. The game that takes too much thinking and seventeen. They're, hours. they're like thirty and zero. Like I don't know what they do, but every like it's it's a game of of chance. But yet they somehow kind of have this master. So we played this one time where it was like somewhere in Canada, right? I've like it's tiny little like. Why are you in Canada? Why is that relevant? No, well, it's 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 so traumatizing to him. We remember the province yeah. where it happened, oh, okay. right? So he has this massive army, right? And I've got this like little band of whatever, and he and I roll like in defense six, six, six. So his army is just dwindling down, right? How do you get three six in a row? That's crazy. Uh, that that that's his point. Yeah. What the heck? It was just six, six. So he's rolling like five, five, and like, and I'm just just picking them off one by one. Yeah. Pretty soon it's down to one and one, right? And, and just coincidentally, then you lose. No time out. Coincidentally, my next turn was to, I get to turn into all my cards. Yeah. So I get an army of like fifty or something, right? Put it right in the spot and just <laughs> run right over him, right? Yeah. So it's me versus uh, me and my friend versus his buddy. Yeah. And uh, and then you know this is a matter of time. We won the game, and then when the game's over, me and my friend Paul are like, eh, we retire. We're done. Yeah. Like we never played. You've never again. played Risk again. No. Have you ever played Risk since, or you haven't no, played Risk I, with him since? I hate Risk. Like, yeah, it's... it's but, but I will never play him again, and it's still, like, randomly, like, he'll just have these fits of rage, you know, like, randomly? five years later. He'd be like... When was the last time you had a fit of rage? Uh, like, a year ago. How long ago was this? When 20 years was... ago. Good Lord. No, he's, he's the one to, like, remember this stuff. But is it, like, in a joking way, or do you feel... Oh, like, of course. Or like, do you feel like he curses your name every day and, like, throws uh, darts at your, your face? Like well, a picture of you, of course. I, I told him to his face. I said, you know, Tim, I thought you were uh, an a-hole when I first met you. And then I came to realize you were just an a-hole with a heart of gold. Uh, you know, he's that, that kind of guy. Heart of gold. Is this the same friend you uh, were happy when the girl... No, no, no. With, uh, no, that, that was actually a good guy. <laughs> supposedly you're a good guy, but... Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of an asshole. Hey, at least you're a self-aware asshole. Yeah, well, he reminds me of Dad. Like, no. Because Dad was kind of, he gave off that vibe too. You got to know him, you're like, oh man, he's really a sweetheart. But, uh, but like, okay, it, I, he reminds me, yeah, of this same friend. I played him eight ball pool and I mopped the floor with him. And I have, it's one ball, his, all of his balls are still on the court. And I like hit it in, it ricochets, hits the like black ball in, and he's like, get good. It's like, yeah. Yeah, get good. Let's play again. He's like, no. I'm like, let's play again. He's like, no, we're not going to play again. I'm like, you little, you little bitch. So I knew exactly the situation he was in. It's like, get over here and play me again. No, oh, well. It's uh, like. No, okay. So for the Frisbee, how he got back at me is uh, um, I put together, you know, pretty decent Frisbee. So I put together this team and we like just ran rough shot over the, the team that should have won, right? Um, because, you know, there's this group of uh, established Frisbee people, and I found the other people that were good, and yeah. we beat them. I was like, oh, we're going to win the championship. But Tim had put together a team, and I kept referring to them as smoke and mirrors because they had one play, which was run this guy that like, had unlimited stamina and was super fast, and then have a guy that th can throw like lasers, right? Yeah. Like, that was one play. But what I found out is it's a one play that you can't stop. Like, so we, we ended up losing by a couple. And so I was on the, so the way I got back to him is uh, I was on the student council and we were, they were going to get shirts for winning. And I just 
kind of slow played it until the semester ended. They never got their t-shirts. Yeah. So that was another thing where like every five years they'd be like, oh, that jerk. You know, corruption in the student government. Like, you know, never got their shirts. Of course, they would have got their shirts if they won. Yeah. So eventually, like, uh, I bought them shirts. And it was like, the text was serious. Like, 2001, you know, Austria, Frisbee Championship. Like, I, like, I played that straight. Yeah. But the shirts were, like, bright pink with a v, v cut. <laughs> like, Were they, like, super small, too? Did you only get, like, extra small sizes? I think I went a size That would have been amazing. Yeah. And so, God, that'd be so unwearable. No, he, he they, so he sent me a private chat. He goes, "Gotta give it to Sean. He came through. The shirts may be unwearable, <laughs> but he came through." Yeah. Uh, and so there's a picture of, of Tim with all his. Uh, so that's really where the story I got cut off about the uh, the shirt that my friend would wear in family pictures and get ridiculed for. Um, I should also note I was just joking. Tim's a great guy. Um, but also, um, that story um, reminded me that, um, you know, you, it is important to kind of let, I guess, God lead you and not uh, be so um, um, insistent upon, you know, forging our own path. Um, how I uh, ended up in Austria that year, not the next year, uh, was a series of... Um, I guess disappointments. Um, broke up with somebody. Ended up going uh, with basically no friends, uh, and I just met people that have been lifelong friends because of it. Um, and Tim specifically, um, not somebody I would have ever imagined being uh, in contact with twenty years later. But he's really uh, been an awesome guy to be friends with. So. Um, Again, just a reminder that, uh, you know, sometimes just let God take the lead and just uh, kind of roll with it and just see where it goes. And like me, maybe 20 years later, you'll be pleasantly surprised where uh, the events took you. Again, thanks for listening.